0: Welcome to Group Talk, four shows, one podcast from the Small Group Network, focusing on topics relevant to small group ministries. Whether you're in a church of 100 or 10,000, whether you're a volunteer or staff, we want to support, encourage, and equip you to lead well. So relax, listen, and enjoy Inside Saddleback with Steve Glayton.
1: Happy New Year to all of you small group point people out there around the world in the trenches of small group ministry. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to listen to our show today. Derek here, along with your other host, Steve in.
0: Happy New Year, everybody. Can't believe we're 2022.
1: This is crazy. How did we survive 2021 Steve remember this time last year when we had just survived 2020 and everyone was posting their happy memes about starting 2021 like what in the world
0: oh man they were they had like euphoria written all over their face they couldn't you, you couldn't i couldn't they couldn't wait to get into 2021 and the normalcy that was looking at us in the face which ended up not being quite as normal <laughs>
1: Yeah, there was one meme I remember where it was like once we got into 2021, uh, somebody had posted this meme that showed you know someone on a beach and they were like um, jumping and and it said 2020 and then there was a German shepherd that was about ready to bite them down below and it said 2021 and uh, maybe we'll throw that in the show notes but uh, that was hilarious.
0: Yeah, it, it, it is just amazing. I mean. Who would have thought Delta? Who would have thought Omicron? Or who would have thought whatever it was was going to come back around? So it's, you know what? There's one thing that's consistent: and that's the craziness of our planet.
1: That is true. Hey, any uh, any fun New Year's resolutions you want to give us an insight about in the life of Steve Gladen? Maybe uh, uh, you're going to eat less
0: cheese this year. Well, you know, it's funny you bring that up, you know, um, as you guys know, at the start of the, the year, actually this coming Friday, we're going to be, uh, my wife and I get away and we we work on our spiritual goals that we're trying to work on. We frame it off the uh, five purposes and we work on our spiritual goals through our health assessment. And if one of the, the things is that, you know, I don't know if I'm going to write it down, but my wife is really excited to write it down about, you know, there's this, you know, something about my diet that she doesn't like. And I'm just like going, <laughs> there's more of me to love. What 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 could not be there? What what could you not want? So cheese is one of those things at the top of the list, brother. I think slowly but surely she's gonna get it off my list. So
1: oh you are the fine cheese kind of for sure. Well, to new listeners to the show, we always feature four segments of this episode of this podcast. We've got the Saddleback Scoop, the Network Nugget, we've got our Leadership Learning, and we end each episode with the Trending Topic. Uh, Steve, you want to give our loyal listeners a quick preview of the four musts to make 2022 successful?
0: Yeah, it's, it fits really nicely into each one of the blocks of the show, but we're going to talk about your vision, your ability, your thoughts, and your perspective, and it's going to tie into a lot of different aspects of uh, small group ministry life. If you're a point person, I'm going to be really excited for you because each one of these things is something that I think you're going to have to focus on for 2022 to be the way that you want it to be. So I'm excited to jump into these.
1: So we are going to jump in to the Saddleback Scoop. This is always the latest happenings around the life of Saddleback Church. Steve, where you are on staff, you've been on staff over 20 years. So give us a little insight and update into uh, your vision casting with Saddleback Church.
0: Yeah. So part of the vision is, you know, how are you casting your vision? And there's two quotes I want to give you. Uh, One of them is, the moment that we are in doesn't pause the mission we're on. Uh, Ed Stetzer said that, uh, you know, somewhere back in 2020, I wrote it down. And so often when you're setting up your vision, you just got to understand the moment you're in doesn't pause pause the mission you're on. And so, you as a leader have got to keep keep working on the ministry and working overall in what you're trying to do. And there's another great quote that I hold on to from Corey Tim Boone. It says, never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. Let me, let me just say it to you one more time. Never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. That is so good. And tell me, tell me if not 2020, 2021, um, I think the enemy is trying to paralyze us so that we don't lead out with vision, but more than ever, does your small group ministry need to know where your vision is at. And so I would use these two quotes to kind of, you know, the center yourself. And one of the things we're focused on, you know, uh, in these coming weeks is that I bring everybody over to my house who is a a critical core part of our small group ministry. And we do a vision casting piece. Actually, we do a little white elephant thing at first uh, to get rid of all that stuff that you wish you didn't have that you got at Christmas. We end up taking something home. We do that at my house. And we vision cast our theme of where we're going. And then later on in January uh, 21, 22, we're doing a retreat for all of our community leaders. We're going to gather our 350 community leaders. uh, And again, we're going off our theme. And part of what I'm going to be rolling out to them is uh, we tend to give a challenge coin out. Uh, every year, this one has trust on it, and uh, part of this is is an acrostic. And throughout the year, we're going to be working through truth. How do you find truth, and what do you, you know? What are you focused on? And a lot of that we get away. Culture sets our truth sometimes, but not God's word. So we're going to dig deep into that this year. We're going to talk about resilience. Uh, you know, 2021 kind of whacked us a little bit because we thought we were going on the easy street coming out of COVID. But you needed that resilience. We're going to talk about unity for the you. We're going to talk about stewardship, both your time, treasures, and your talents. How are you utilizing those for God in stewardship towards the small group ministry? And then your teachability. Um, and this is a piece where, uh, obviously, at Saddleback size and scope, there's a there'll have a lot of staff, but teachability, getting back to some of the fundamentals with that. But anyways, we're going to vision cast. I'll have a whole talk off of tr- off of trust and digging into these five pieces. And then at the CL retreat, our community leaders, or you may call them coaches or divisions or whatever you call them. But at our CL retreat, we're going to be reinforcing this theming and getting it out. We're going to have swag. We're going to have some other things that are just going to keep uh, keep this front and center throughout the year. But you got to you gotta know your vision casting. And I want to challenge all of you as point people, as we are heading into 2022, the Bible's very clear that people will, will perish without a vision. Without a vision, the people will perish. And part of what I want to encourage you to do is you need to set the tone and you need to set it quick when you're coming into January. So we're already here. We're already in January, but this is an opportunity for you to rally your people together, whether it's your small group leaders, uh, which we're going to do in February. I'll talk about more about that the next show uh, when we're in February. But in January, we're setting the hook strong with all the leaders and shakers on our staff and then being able to get into our infrastructure, which are our community leaders to make sure they know where we're going, what are the hills we're trying to conquer and how are we going to do that? So the first must you've got to have is you must have your vision casting all ready to go.
1: And I love that you guys are setting the tone with a CL or community leader retreat. Obviously, they're going to get some training and you said you're going to do vision casting, but I love that you're calling it a retreat. You're getting away. These are all volunteers and you're starting the year out honoring them, celebrating them. Like you said, giving them swag. I'm sure feeding them. They're going to feel like a million bucks. And uh, I think that is just something to do.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree with you, and I'm I'm glad you brought that up because for those of you that are multi-campus, we're having each campus for the Friday night do a specialized thing, each one of their campuses, and then on Saturday morning, we're gathering together with all of our campuses and uh, pulling it together. So if you're a multi-site church, there's great ways where you can have the retreats so that your campuses and the overall whole, one church, many locations, is rocking and rolling in the same direction. So, thanks for bringing that up.
1: That is your Saddleback Scoop, and now it's time to turn our attention to the Network Nugget. There's always so much uh, happening in the small group network. Uh, Steve, where do you want to start with uh, this month's Network Nugget?
0: Now, obviously, the the must you got to have is the ability to, to, to give and take. And um, we've got a lot to share about that. Uh, but you know, first off, you know, Derek, you know, we closed out the year. You saw all the top ten podcasts, top ten articles, you know, everything that was from the past uh, that that we we were sharing with everybody. But what are you most excited? Before we get into that, you know, we're going to talk about give and take. Your you know, the ability for you to give and take. Uh, what are you most excited about coming up for the network? You know, you're running our communications arm podcasters, the bloggers, the articles, you know, all our social media channels, what you got a uh, bent on what you're excited about?
1: Oh, there's many things that excite me. I'll save the best one for last year. Um, but yeah, there's several things that excite me. I love um, seeing our authors step up with um, insightful ideas and articles that they're writing to bless the network. And they're so creative. And um, so, I just love seeing them use their gifts to bless others. That's always cool. I love it when um, God sends us new bloggers or new team members on the communications team uh, to use their gifts, whether it's writing, whether it's helping us with social media. Hey, so if you're out there and listening and you are um, interested in joining uh, the communications team, hey, send me an email, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at smallgroupnetwork.com, and I'd love to chat with you.
0: Shameless um, plug, but I but I love it. And I tell you what, though, I love to, the way your uh, your the people who are writing the arg- articles and bloggers. When they're writing their stuff, they write it so you can scrape it and you can look like a hero. Uh, and I've taken a lot of their stuff for our small group leaders, and it's just it, it's pretty amazing resource. I, I, I'm digging it.
1: That's right. So shout out there to all our bloggers, Chet, Jackie, Reed. Oh, tell uh, me
0: you're going to name all all 15. Come on.
1: All of you. All of (laughs)
0: you. All of you.
1: You're awesome. Something else I'm excited about is um, I just love seeing new people come into the network. You know, a lot of us have been in the small groups world for a long time. And so, you know, we've sometimes we think we've seen it all and heard it all, and we've asked all the questions in like our Facebook group. Which, if you're listening, you gotta join our private private Facebook group, small group network. Um, but I love seeing new people come into this group because it's it's one easy way to identify them. And so they'll say, "Hey, I'm new. I just got thrown into the fire of small group ministry at my church. And what are you guys doing with?" kids in small groups, or they'll ask one of those questions. And I love seeing all the responses come in, the community supporting these new people. And uh, so that's one thing that really excites me. And then lastly, I'll say, I love seeing the pictures of all these training events we do, because this is another way to find and identify who the new people are. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just love seeing the pictures of people getting equipped, encouraged, and resourced to grow uh, their small group ministry spiritually and numerically. So, I can't wait to see all the new people that God's going to bring into the network and who are going to get blessed uh, in this new year.
0: Wow. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. I mean, it' totally good stuff. And um, I'm just going to share mine uh, as I talk about give and take. So, let, let's, let's just jump into the network nuggets. So, first thing is uh, you got to have your ability to take. And here's what I want you to take. I want you to take the lobby with you. So we have a lobby coming up, a uh, lobby event. Uh, you can go on our events page and learn more about it. Uh, it's February 22nd through 24th. Uh, I think we've talked about this in nauseam on each one of the shows, but your, the beauty about this is that we're going to have uh, a completely different layout uh, from normal. Those of you that are more the alumni to the lobby, uh, but basically what it is, it's a networking event. We make sure that we can help you to uh, see great opportunities to meet people. It's all about conversations. And so we set up all different kinds of conversations, but some of the feedback that we've gotten is that we need, uh, you know, conversations for people who are new you like, just like what Derek said, I can't tell you how many times we, we see that, that people say, hey, I'm new to the game. Um, then there's some of you that are veterans. You've been around it a long time. So you're going to need different conversations. And some of you that are in smaller churches or midsize churches or large churches, you need different conversations too. So this whole event from uh, the afternoon on the 22nd to the morning of the 24th uh, and the spoiler alert, you know, we give you about five hours of free time on the 23rd, just to go explore Southern California and pray about what, what you should do in life. But it's a great opportunity. And I just want to challenge you to uh, get there. The link is in the show notes so you can learn more about it. But it's our 15-year anniversary at the Small Group Network. So we're celebrating it up big, uh, all kinds of fun things to to give you for that. So yeah, that's one of the take, takes uh, we want you to have. Another great takeaway is uh, we have attained conferences. And these are one day coming in 2022. Super excited about what's ahead with us. It is our small group leader training. So it's it's an event that you can bring your leaders to. It's all day Saturday. It's going to be happening in Baltimore, uh, which is the Baltimore DC area. I got corrected. uh, One of our Listeners gave me a great email and said, Hey, it's not DC, it's Baltimore. Uh, So, uh, but the Baltimore, uh, Maryland area, it's going to be in Nashville, Dallas, Hawaii just got added and Orlando. And so uh, if you're, if you're jonesing for a warm spot in the coolness of fall, uh, then you'll be able to jump into Hawaii or Orlando.
1: Yeah. I'm especially just feeling uh, just a burden for the people, you know, of Hawaii and Orlando, just kind of like. Man, we need to reach them. We need to minister to them. So I just feel like those are the two guides calling me to.
0: You're consistent year after year, when about you know with our Hawaiian Islands conferences, you know, you're you're, you're trying to get there. But we'll we'll see what we God's, can do. God, God just
1: he's given me a burden for the surfers of that community to reach them in small groups and reach the. Yeah, never mind.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Just give it up. So those are a couple <laughs> things we want to take. Now here's where we need you to give back to the network. Here's something super exciting about. I don't know, guys don't know if you know that. Uh, the second uh, Sunday in September is always International Groups Day. Uh, if you want to go to, I think it's um, group uh, International Groups Day I think it is. You can search for it and learn more about it. On that day, we are going to debut an ideas book, and here's a great opportunity for you to give. All of you have great ideas that you could give to other point people in the small group network. So we're putting together a book. And one of the things that we do is in the show notes, we got a link for you. It's at smallgroupnetwork.com forward slash ideas book. And if you go there uh, and you submit an idea, we want to put your name in the book. We're going to put your church's name and then the location or where you're geographically on the planet, city, state, and your country. Uh, but we want to give you a shout out, and it's going to be great as you're thumbing through this book to see all the different names and locations of where these ideas are coming from. No idea is a bad idea, but we're only taking the first 250 of these ideas. So I'll give you a little note note on that. But here's the great thing. You have a chance. If you'll give a little bit, you have a chance to win a new iPad. Uh, we're going to be able to give that to you. And then everybody who submits an idea will get one of our courses. If you want to know more about this uh, and some of the rules and how you can win a new iPad just for sharing your ideas, uh, again, go to smallgroupnetwork.com forward slash ideas book. It's in the show notes. Just want to make sure you have an opportunity. Every time you give an idea is another entry. If you're already getting our newsletter, you have an entry automatically into it if you give an idea. So you give an idea, your first idea, you've already got two entries to win the iPad. And then the great thing is, is that for every idea you, you put in, you get another entry into getting that iPad. And if you haven't signed up for the newsletter yet, you sign up and you'll you'll get an entry. So it's, it's a lot of great ways and easy for you to win. But more details are at smallgroupnetwork.com forward slash ideas book. So I want you to take some things, but more importantly, I want you to give. So, your ability to give will say how much of a follower of Christ you are. When you give back to the body, God will always bless you.
1: So, wait, Steve, you're telling me that if people are the one of the first 200 to send in an, a good idea to that uh, link, um, they will actually get their idea published in this new Small Group Network Ideas book.
0: You know it, baby. They'll be a published author, and uh, it, it'll be great. You'll get to see your name in print.
1: And they can add that to like their Instagram bio or LinkedIn. Hey, co-published author with the Small Group Network.
0: Yeah, with 250 of my best friends.
1: <laughs> and on top of that, you get the chance to win an iPad, and you get a free course, which is an incredible value. Uh, these courses are awesome. They are um, multi-tiered. Full of goodies. So uh, you definitely want to enter. And if you want to uh, join the mailing list, you can go to smallgroupnetwork.com and you'll also see the mailing list there if you scroll down on the homepage, I believe. And you can subscribe.
0: Yeah. So all kinds of of good stuff that's happening for you.
1: Well, that was quite the network nugget. And uh, as we switch to the leadership learning, uh, what is the big must, Steve, for the leadership learning?
0: All right. Just to recap, we talked about your must to for having a successful 22 is your must to have your vision casting straightened out and ironed out and ready to give out to your leadership in, in a in a fun way. We gave you a link there with some of the themes that I've done over the past 20, uh, almost 24 years at Saddleback Church, so you can see those and Just take one of those and make it your own. Now, we talked about your ability to give and take, and part of ministry is if you don't know how to give, you know, uh, there's just—you can't be a taker all the time. You can take, but you got to give. Third one we want to talk about is your thoughts on who can lead. And now I I really want to challenge you in 2022 because I've seen churches that have left way too many leaders uh, just sitting in the wings— uh, it's kind of like low-hanging fruit that's been there, and it just it, it, it ripens, it falls to the ground, and it rots. And I, I don't want to see it happen. So I want to walk you through a crawl, walk, run step where in 2022, you could take any one of these and just start to beef up your leadership engine uh, it, on who can lead. And part of this is, you know, you got to figure out does, does my leader have to be fully trained before I'm going to trust them? And it's funny, you know, when I look at all the discipline of our thousands and thousands and thousands of small group leaders that we have at Saddleback Church, when I look up, uh, at all the discipline actions I've had to take on group leaders, is I've always had two things in common they were a member of Saddleback and they were a follower of Christ. And the thing is, no matter how much you train a leader, you know, they they still have a fallen nature to them. And you see that with pastors who've fallen all that time. But I'm going to get to you on, uh, you know, I'm going to stretch your mind on the run one, but let me just walk through these on how you can have a different thought on who can lead based on how you go about doing it. The crawl step is I want to challenge you To get subgrouping going into your small groups. Now, basically, subgrouping is is you've got over six people. Uh, Statistics will tell you that once people don't talk as much as they need to, subgrouping helps them to talk and helps them to grow deeper and it helps them to grow in their giftedness. And so, in subgrouping, what we're talking about is you can gather together, you can subgroup during, And then you can stop together in your small group. I don't care if you're at a workplace group, a coffee group, wherever wherever your groups meet, if they're on campus, if they're off campus, however it plays out. The thing that I want you to do is I want you to focus on the leader, developing leaders in your small groups. And in subgrouping, there's two strategies behind it. One is how you deepen genders in discipleship. I'll talk about that some other time. I'm going to focus on leaders' development, who can lead. But I want to focus on leading in your groups. Now, uh, Derek, you and I have been small group pastors forever and a day. And one of the things you learn is that every group needs an apprentice. Every group needs someone who's there in the wings. Have, have you found that to be super successful in the churches you've been at? Uh, no comment. <laughs> no comment. I'll be I'll be as bold to say it doesn't work as well whenever you're looking for that one person. But the beauty, beautiful thing about subgrouping is, is that when you subgroup, generally if you're if you ask someone to lead a small group, nine times out of ten, if you ask someone to go lead a group, they're gonna say no. If you're gonna ask them to be your wingman, depending on how much relationship there is, they they may say no. But what you wanna do is you wanna start to use subgrouping to build into them the ability to learn how to lead without even knowing that they're leading. So, we break it down into three S's. Your three S's are a sentence, they're a section, and they're a study. So, if I were leading a small group and I was breaking it down by genders to the guys and gals, I would want to look to a guy and I would want to look to a gal and I would want to have a sentence typed out. And go to each one of them. Don't don't tell them ahead of time, because then they may not come to group that day. But just give them a, give them a sentence to be able to say, okay, um, hey, Derek, would you just take this one sentence? Could you take the guys, and could you just read the sentence, and then ask them what they think about it? And 100 out of 100 times, those people will always say yes when you subgroup. Because it's a smaller crowd. They're not in front of everybody. You've typed the sentence out. All they have to do is read it. And kind of do that. Once you've done that a few times over the course of your group time, then you can come back and you can give them a section, which is two or three sentences. And you can ask them to lead a section of it. Instead of five minutes of, of, of the subgroup time, you can say, hey, could you take 15 minutes and go through your questions or 20 minutes, whatever you want to set up to finally where they could lead a study. And the beautiful thing is, is subgrouping, is a great way for you to find out who is really the leader that's behind us, that's going to be able to be that next person who can lead our group for us, or it's not the group I'm in. But the other great thing is being able to say, when you have a strategic part of subgrouping, and, and just so you know, you don't subgroup every week. Sub, subgrouping is like spice in a dish. If you use too much of it, you're gonna burn their mouth off. If you do use too light, it doesn't, they don't even know what's happening. <laughs> but it, you know, as a group leader, a rule of thumb is you want to be able to say how is small group gonna look different when we meet this week. And when when there is variety, you have an active living small group. When there's the same thing over and over and over again, it gets stale and dead. And so subgrouping is a great way to change your thought paradigm on how you can find people who, are what will you call is who's next for us. It's a future host or an apprentice or something like that, but it's a simple way for you to start to break down groups and for you to be able to find leaders that are sitting there on your couches. Derek, it looks like you're going to say something to me. And I,
1: yeah, I I'm speechless. I'm almost out of, words, uh, based on that last quote I heard you say, uh, I hope it's going to be in your next book. I think I was trying to write it down. A subgrouping is like spice in a dish. I mean, that's, can
0: I tweet that? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta tweet that man, because it it, it really is true because it, it adds the right, it's kind of like in dating. If your idea of a date night is go out to dinner, go to a movie every Friday night, your spouse is going to kill you. Because uh, they're going to get bored with it. But, you know, when you when you shake it up in your group and say, hey, you know, maybe it's for fellowship and you subgroup by guys and gals. You have guys night out, girls night out. Or maybe it's during your your discussion time, you subgroup. Or maybe it's during your prayer time, you subgroup. You'll find the leaders who are there just by subgrouping together.
1: Subgrouping is like spice in a dish. It spices it up, but don't use too much.
0: That's it, baby. All right. The walk step is uh, you can do a connection event. And in chapter 16 of my book, Small Groups with Purpose, uh, I spent a lot of time, uh spent a whole chapter talking about a connection event to raise leaders. The thing I'd want you to think through, it's basically just a time where you get a group of people in a room. And uh, it doesn't matter if you have 10 people or, or if you have, you know, 200 people in a room, you can basically through a series of affinity questions, leadership questions and spiritual questions, you can uh, not only start to help a group gel together in a night where they're, they're excited about being with each other, but also you can raise the relevant leader because you let the group decide who is that qualified leader and we have done this, you know, for for decades at Saddleback Church of being able to raise the relevant leader uh, in at a Connections event. And then the, here's the key, though. When the when you have the group, and this is sounds it's going to sound crazy, but when you spend a couple hours with people and you say, "Hey, everybody, close your eyes," and when you think of the people around your table, on the count of three, I'm going to ask you to point to who you think who should be leading your group. And what's amazing is that when we do this, either everybody's pointing to the same person or the multiples, you have two people that the, mul- that the majority of the people are pointing to. Now, here's the icing on the cake. You don't leave it there and say, okay, now you're leading the group. Then you do a quick exercise and you say, now go around the circle and tell them why you pointed to them. When you do that affirmation piece and you have a four-week curriculum set to go, and you say, Hey, would you lead these people who selected you to be the leader for four weeks? Then would you do, would you lead them for the four weeks? We have rarely had anybody who said, I didn't want to do it. But it's a it's a way that you can raise leaders who didn't even know that they were leaders. I'd encourage you to go to Chapter 16 in Small Groups with Purpose, read about the connections thing on my website, smallgroups.net. I have, you know, all kinds of resources that you can download if you go to smallgroups.net forward slash free, uh, look at the connection strategy. There's all kinds of things that complement the chapter and explain it. That's the walk strategy. I'm trying to give you a paradigm shift on your thoughts of who can lead. Crawl, find them through subgrouping, walk, do a connections event, run is our two friends strategy. Now at Saddleback, we do a campaign uh, every year at Saddleback church. And in a campaign, we always challenge people to grab their two friends to be able to lead a small group. Now, the beautiful thing that does is when, when you have relevant curriculum, you could literally open up the floodgates on who could lead a small group. Most people are going to say, you've got to do all the training that Peter and Paul and James and John and they couldn't even pass your leader training qualifications. <laughs> but uh, but you you got to set a, you you, get, you set such a high bar that you scare leaders away. And in uh, in my book Small Groups with Purpose in chapters 11, 12 and 13 and 17 sets the stage for how we do a two friends strategy. Part of it started out with, you know, if you needed to lead a leader group, you just needed to be a host. Do you have a heart for people? The O is can you open up a place? The S is can you serve a snack? And the T is can you tap, can you type saddleback.com forward slash studies? It used to be, can you turn on a VCR? Then it was, can you turn on a DVD player? And now it's can you type saddleback.com forward slash studies to get to our curriculum. What I'm trying to say here though is that. When you have a relevant curriculum that motivates people to grab their two friends, you have found the leaders in your church. Because when somebody wants to start a group at Saddleback, we'll say, great, grab two friends and we'll give you the curriculum. Other people, you know, are, who have always in the past, they would say, I want to lead a small group, and they'd always ask us to fill it for them. You don't have a leader. You have someone who wishes they were a leader. And again, I'd refer to my book for more details on it. We don't have enough time in this podcast to go through it. But in 2022, one of the musts that you've got to have is a shift on your thoughts on who can lead. And I've given you three steps, crawl, walk, and run. I encourage you to take one of them. And if you want to know more uh, on all my social media, you can get a hold of my cell number or you can get a hold of my email address. And it's pretty out there. And I just want to encourage you to be able to uh, learn more about those things.
1: Great leadership learning. There you have it, folks. Three easy steps to get leaders. That was awesome. Um, Love that quote by Steve. I'm going to sit against subgrouping is like spice in a dish. Uh, Look for that on uh, Twitter, Instagram, coming soon. Give us a like or retweet. Okay, now it's time for the moment we've all been waiting for, the grand finale it is time for The Trending Topic. Steve, take us home.
0: Okay, we've talked about your vision casting, your ability to give and take, your thoughts on who can lead, and now we're going to talk about your perspective on you. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this again. If you have not read the article, The Corporate Athlete, you are missing a gem that's there. It was written in 20, I mean, 2001. By the Harvard Business Institute, that came out of a book. They wrote an article on it. It later came into a book. And what they did is they this is a book that looked at athletes and when they were operating at their peak performance. So this is the Michael Jordans, the, the Tiger Woods, the the players that were operating at the peak of their skill sets as an athlete. They would look at them. And they, they found that they had four capacities that were finely tuned, not just, you know, I want to do it. It's like Derek and I were talking about one thing. Hey, I want to cut out cheese, but do I really want to do it now? I really don't want to do it. But the four, the four capacities they talk about, and when you go into the show notes, and when you look there, I have the article down there where you can you can uh, read the article, but they have four capacities, and it's shaped in a pyramid. The bottom base of the pyramid is the physical capacity, then on top of that is the emotional capacity, then on top of that is the mental capacity, and then on top of that is the spiritual capacity. And whether you read this article or whether you read this book, you know, all truth is God's truth. And I tell you what, this is truth. And if you are going to do anything in 2022 and in 2020 and in 2021, I can't tell you how many pastors I watch turn in their calling because they were fried. They were discouraged. They couldn't make it. And part of what you learned, and the reason why this is called the corporate athlete, is they took these learnings and they put it into the C-suite of corporations. And your C-suite is your CEO, the CFO, the COO, the C- CTO, the CHR, those people right there that, that run they the tip of the spear of their organization. They, they hired people to put these four capacities inside these people in the C-suite of corporate America. And the same can be done for you. So let me go back to him and say, how does this fit in with you? You're the small group point person. You are the person leading the house-to-house movement from temple courts to -to house-to-house. This is what the Bible sets up as the the playbook for the church. You're running house-to-house. I don't care if you're not on stage. I don't care if nobody knows you. What you're doing in your small group ministry is pivotal for your church. And so this article, if you're going to do anything in 2020, 2022, you're going to have to have your perspective on you dialed in tight. And this is why uh, every year Lisa and I work on our spiritual health. And throughout the year, we're always hammering with each other in our small group, being able to say, how can we grow spiritually? Now, these four areas, just really quick, I want to just dial them in for you. One of them is the base of it is Physical. This is common sense. This is just your body. How do you feed your body? And uh, there's all kinds of documentaries. Uh, with not, cheese. Yeah, I know. I want it to be with cheese. Uh, but the Game Changer documentary uh, that talks about you know how your body thrives better on certain foods than others, how you exercise, uh, how you treat your body, that is going to determine your physical capacity, and how you can lead in your small group ministry. The next one is emotional. And emotional is your positive emotions. And part of that is, you know, do you get your emotions off spiritual, your highs off spiritual disciplines, or maybe what goes on through social media? And if you're reading social media and you get depressed, I can tell you what, That is not an emotional, that's not helping your emotional capacity. Some of the best things you can do is get off social media. If because everyone's got the perfect life out there, it's dragging you down. Or if you've got the perfect friends that are dragging you down, you probably need real friends. But the point is, is that you've got to focus on your emotional capacity that can help you out. And you got to ask yourself and, and trust me, I'm not, you know, these feel good people, you know. Uh, you know, that are out there, you know, saying you're just going to have positive thoughts all the time, but there is something to having positive emotions and how your emotions can affect who you are and what you value the most in life are going to be super, super important of how you feed that or how you starve that. The next thing up on the triangle is the mental and the mental is your cognitive capacity. And I'll tell you, if you haven't taken a line, if you haven't taken accelerate, if you haven't been listening to our podcast or reading from our bloggers, you're missing on some cognitive health that can help you last the long haul in your small group ministry. But the the game changer that happened in this article is this the top of the of the pyramid which is the spiritual. And what it what they've learned is that in athletes and what they moved into corporate America is your deepest values that in defining a strong sense of purpose are the key to your spiritual health. Now, whether you use our health assessment or however you improve your growth areas, what came down is that if you don't have a strong sense of your purpose, if your values are not defining what your purpose is, then what can happen is is that you're deadening your ability to be able to have a perspective on how well you can do. Now, understand this. In ministry, the why determines how long. Ministry, long-term vision, short-term vision, you know, is critical for what we were talking about. We talked about that at the top of the show. But, you know, short-term crises can help shape long-term outcomes. And the only way that's going to happen is when you know the why you're in this game. And part of what's helped me last over 35 years doing small group ministry is that I have worked on my physical capacity, my emotional capacity, my mental capacity, and my spiritual capacity so that I can do the best things for God. You know, it's clear that the greatest task of leadership, you as the point person, is to clarify your small group ministry's purpose. But the greatest task of your leadership is to clarify your purpose. And it's no shock that, you know, they found out what makes people function best and puts on that refining point is when they understand the spiritual side. And I just want to encourage you, as you're going through 2022. That you have to take these four things. You know, take your vision casting and figure out how you're going to do it. Take your ability to know what you can take and you can learn on that cognitive side and then be able to also give back to the network. You know, in the in the leadership learning, we talked about, you know, your thoughts on who can lead and are there paradigm shifts that you've got to make? Is there new wineskins? that you have to explore. So, 2022 is not a repeat of the saga of 2020 and 2021, but what's going to make that happen is the perspective you you have on yourself and how are you pouring into yourself. So, I just want to encourage you again, I try to encourage people every time, either in the close of December or the first part of January, to read this article and work on your spiritual well-being and the perspective you have on you and your purpose
1: wow and there you have it everybody that is your trending topic the first one of the year for 2022 in our inside settleback show and uh, man we just want to thank everybody for spending part of your day with us for tuning in to listen we really hope that uh, this dialogue this episode encouraged you equipped you and we hope you have an amazing new year ahead uh, amazing month ahead and until next time
0: goodbye see you there everybody Thank you for listening to Group Talk. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast through iTunes and get new episodes downloaded automatically.